What's up, single parents? Welcome up, everyone. Hope you're having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. Uh, excited about this episode. This episode, we're going to be talking about probably one of the top fears that a divorced parent experiences. Okay. Mm. And this is recommitting, recommitting to someone and having the fear of, am I going to get blindsided again? Because it is a risk, and it's a risk that we all have to be willing to take if we want to experience what we've always dreamed of experiencing, right? And so, so like, how, how many people out there have some kind of fear in the back of their head or, mm-hmm. or the front of their mind that the next potential relationship that they get into is going to have a lot of similarities that your previous one did, and you don't want that to happen so you fear and you're almost too picky as to whom you might date or go out with Mm -hmm. or you just show up with your walls up and protecting yourself which leads to i mean i'll I'll hit on that here in a little bit because it's something that you know um i walk my clients through quite a bit but it's just very simple like if that's what you fear you show up protective which means there's no room for emotional connection which leads to if there's no emotional connection in relationships, Scott, what would you do? Um, bounce. <laughs> so, I would bounce. so the very thing that you feared, you created. <laughs> <laughs> Wild how that works, right? So that's what we're going to cover today. But before we jump into it, we have um, we've been talking about this now for a couple of weeks. An exciting uh, announcement. I'm, I'm that, sure y'all so. know <laughs> what what the uh, exciting announcement is. So, Scott, tell them. So, guys, we've talked about this for sadly longer than uh, a couple of weeks, but it's been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. Um, The Single Dads app is now live in the Apple Store and Google Play Store. Um, When you search for it on your iPhone, simply search The Single Dads Podcast. If you have an Android you are a minority. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> if you yeah. have an Android, stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding, Android guys. Um, if you have an Android, when you search for the uh, app, search for TSD and then the word podcast. The Single Dads. So TSD podcast for you Android lovers. But yes, man, everything is out. Um I also want to make another announcement. We uh probably going to let things, just let everyone uh, check the app out, um, get in, download it, play around. Uh, of course, all of our uh, podcast episodes are going to be uh, on there as they come out. And um, uh, I'm going to be adding a blog every week. Uh, there's going to be a, um, a chat room. So... Um, you guys can actually, um, if you decide to, um, you know, say I'm from Dallas, Texas, uh, or I'm from Argyle, New York, or wherever, uh, people will be able to see where you are, um, uh, if you're active, uh, if you've been recently active. So you can actually reach out to, to each other um, if you need someone to chat with, collaborate yeah. with, provide support, get support. So that's going to be um, one of the features. And once we get 25 donors that are signed up, 
Not organ donors, right? <laughs> Not organ donors. <laughs> That's a big price to pay. <laughs> but uh, you'll you'll see the page for donations, and um, I, I I wish I could convey the amount of time and resources and and effort and money that has gone into this, but um, we're not looking to make money by any means. This is was built for you guys mm-hmm. and to expand in our community yeah. and, and personalize and al- it. Allow you, allow you guys to talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to start having um, a support group. We're going to, I'm also going to um, be doing a group on side hustles, starting businesses and, uh, multiple other things. There's yeah. even a page in there that you guys can, uh, for, for topic requests. Um, so it's going to be awesome, man. Here's what I'm want. Here's what I'm going to do for the, the, once we get the 50th person to donate $10 or more on a recurring basis, which is next to nothing. Uh, I'm, one of you 50, I'm going to give a $500, uh, I'm going to give 500 bucks to, um, whether on, I man. email you a, a Amex or a gift card, or um, I've got one in my wallet and I'll overnight it to you, whatever. Um, and if you donate $20, each $10 increment, your name will go in the hat um, an additional time. So That's incredible. Um, we really, really appreciate uh, mm-hmm. all of you guys. We created this for you, um, and your involvement is imperative to allow it to grow. And it's a place for you guys to come and find support, give support, collaborate with other single dads. And um, I cannot wait to start having yeah. a live uh, support group that Frank and I are going to do, and we'll be able to see all of your bright, shiny faces, and uh, and, <laughs> and we're going to connect, and, man, and connect with you guys. Have a good time. And once we, you know, we'll probably keep the uh, the rooms. We'll have breakout rooms and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have, uh, you know, we're going to structure it and format it right and everything. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I feel like I did all that in one breath, but um, <laughs> uh, it's good though. Very man. excited to get it out and. Uh, Hope to see a lot of downloads and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully a few donations. And anybody that wants to win five hundred bucks, yeah, that was ten bucks. Love that, man. Love that. That's right. that, that's man. It's crazy that. And I just want to let you know if you're if you're listening to this, I want to let you in on this. It's wild because approximately a year ago, almost exactly, this was an idea, and that's all it was. And now it's being executed and it's happening and. I mean, let's be honest. The only reason why this is happening is because there is a massive desire to help specifically single dads and to be there specifically for single dads, single parents in general. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not gonna lie, like my heart burns for single parents, but I know that single dads feel so outcasted and out like of everything so often. And I'm like, no, 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 come on. It's time to join the party. It's time to show you that we are here for you. And that's what all of this started the off conversa- The conversation started of like me saying, man, you always hear on Mother's Day like props to single moms, but on Father's Day, you never hear shit about props to single dads. No, you actually hear props to single moms for yeah. also being <laughs> single dads. So that, um, that, that literally was 
like yeah. the topic that started the conversation that led to everything, everything that's happening now. Beyond that and if stuff. you're listening to this, this is all for you. This is all for your kids. This is all for your future. This is all for your legacy. That's what all of this is for. Because, I mean, like, just being brutally honest, we wouldn't have to do this. We wouldn't have to do that. I could take, me and Scott both could take this entire day to continue to build the businesses that we're building and continue to worry about our legacy and worry about our kids and our finances. But we take a time to plan, to organize, to obviously do um research to what what can we offer right and it's and it's for you and so i want you to know that even if i haven't met you personally i care about you deeply and i know that sounds so cliche but i'm telling you if we ever got on a call together like you would know it and i would be your number one supporter i'd be the number one person that encourages you to follow your dreams and i'd be the number one person that would challenge you so that you do not settle for anything less than you deserve and that is kind of what this episode is about not settling for what you deserve or don't deserve i don't know how i, how I mis, misworded that i think everyone gets it yeah <laughs> and i i want to give a shout out um to to a few people that um i've corresponded with uh, rick garrett what's up brother um thank you for listening matt simpson um uh, uh jonathan uh in uh australia super super great guy a lot of really good things happening in his life yeah um, powerful stuff man powerful and uh um we're gonna we're actually Miguel, we're gonna do an episode right on him on john um or? we're gonna talk to him but anyway mm -hmm. uh, wanted to give a shout out to him um he's got a uh, you know thoughts and prayers with you brother uh miguel martinez i'll never forget you dude you're the first person that uh donated ten dollars Three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. or, no, I'm sorry. Three months ago. Yeah. And we didn't even have a support group. And, uh, dude, you're going in the hat like four or five times. Yeah. Um, and I actually had a meeting I might with, even... with Miguel, bro. Yeah. He said you, he said he talked to you. Yeah. Yeah. He scheduled a meeting with me, and it was incredible. So, Miguel, if you're hearing this, man, message me back um, or message me um, in – I, I want to hear an update on your life. He's another jujitsu brother, which is pretty cool. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, man, I'm sorry. I never even got your name. Um, I just know, I just know you as curfew, uh, <laughs> cur curfew. Music what and, better and, name than that? <laughs> he's in the UK, man. It's super, super cool, dude. Um, uh, we, we DM back and forth. Um, and thanks for listening, brother. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know your freaking name, um, but we just started getting into it. And anyway, um, yeah. So uh, those are those are some people I've talked to recently, and I just want to give shout out, uh, give a, a quick shout out to you guys. Thank you guys. Um, Thank you for the constant support, man. Hopefully, obviously the the podcast is doing something in your lives, which is so humbling and exciting uh, at the same time. So. Let's jump into the topic. You down, Scott? Let's do it. All right. So the biggest fear that we have, one of the biggest fears that we face, right, is that we're afraid to get hurt again. And pain pain trains us, which is which is wild. And I know you've experienced this. I've experienced this. Anyone who's listening to this, 
experienced it, is experiencing it, and will experience it again in our lives. But pain trains us and it can either train us to slow down and to stop and to not be so risky, or it can train us by teaching us that we're actually stronger than we thought we were and that we can continue to take risks because we know it might have hurt me, but it didn't take me out. And I gained so much from it, right? And so one of the most painful things is when somebody gets blindsided, man. Like I get so many messages, so many messages when it comes down to divorce. And even like, you know, your situation is not something that you plan for. It just hits you out of nowhere. And when we get blindsided by life or by someone, it creates this unease within us, this like anxiousness, because now all of a sudden we recognize that, wow, I'm not in control of my life. I can't control every single thing that happens in my life, right? And a lot of a lot of these uh, blindsides, blindsided divorces, I truly do believe end up happening because of midlife crisis. Yeah, midlife crisis is, uh, and it's funny because you're 29 years old. And I am smack in the freaking middle of <laughs> like the uh, exact number. <laughs> like they say, uh, the the average age of midlife crisis is the the range is thirty five to fifty five. So I literally hit it like right in the middle, man. Um, I haven't had one, I don't think. <laughs> but I I can tell you the things that I'm doing right now to avoid mm-hmm. having one. Because I know one day I'm going to wake up, um, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I, 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 um, I, I'm going to wake up one day and I'm going to look in the mirror. I'm going to be like, oh, man, I'm getting crow's feet or something. Or um, my hair, I mean, my beard's already gray. Um, fortunately, which, which I, I can't wait fortunately, for. Fortunately, I have hair on top to get gray. Uh, so I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got that just for men stuff. So. Yeah, the hymns. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, but you know, it, it, it's it's just stereotyped. It's like, yeah, um, especially men. You know, it's like the, the one thing you do is you go out, you buy a sports car, or mm-hmm. you go and try d- dating someone half your age. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you start dressing like uh, me. <laughs> with a gold button up. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. I, I, I think that's how 50-year-olds dress. <laughs> <laughs> that are going through a midlife crisis, my point exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but anyway, they start dressing dressing differently, and, um, you know, maybe if, if they have hair, they'll go bleach it. Um, get a piercing, get a tattoo. Whatever, throw a tattoo, and, you, mm-hmm. know, um, you know. <laughs> that's why, sadly, I, I've... I've never been into Corvettes because they've always they're just like the icon of midlife crisis cars. Bro, that's so true. And <laughs> you know me, I've had, I'm a car guy, and I've never had a Corvette because of that. What about the new one though? Uh, it's pretty dope, it's man. It's so sexy. But, uh, I'm glad I don't own one because I wouldn't be able to afford the gas. That's right true. Now. That is so true. Uh, but but uh, not to get off topic too much, but yeah, so there. There's a lot of different stages um, and, and and causes for people to enter into a midlife crisis. And I said a minute ago, I'm doing things right now to prevent mm-hmm. having a midlife crisis. And 
just to share with you and everyone listening what those things are, um, I'm journaling. It's really more good. so than I have in the past. I have a um, I know this is going to sound weird, but I have a seven year plan, and I have a, a three year plan, and I have a one year plan. It's really good. Um, why they're not like one and five and ten like most uh is irrelevant <laughs> but but i do i have I, I like i have a vision of where i want to be in one year mm-hmm. i have a vision of where i want uh, my son to be in mm-hmm. each of those phases as well and as you know just as a family where i want and and vision myself being mm-hmm. and uh you know when i get to maybe that three year, then my seven year might change. Yeah. But um right now I'm building to uh to to achieve my one year and uh it keeps me focused. Mm-hmm. And um I think when you're making progress and you're when you're making forward progress, you're not on a treadmill feeling like you're going nowhere. Yes. Um that prevents you from going into a midlife crisis. That prevents you from going back and um, making yeah. uh, mistakes you've made before. That yeah. prevents you from, uh, you know, regret yeah. and saying, man, I should have done this because you're doing something rather that like, yeah, you know, maybe you wished you would have done it five years ago, but you're doing it now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, those are the reasons, you know, and, and I've, I'm also, I guess uh, the word awareness comes up a lot around here, right? But uh, <laughs> what's key for anybody to have a great life? <laughs> it's just, you know, the awareness of what causes one to uh, become depressed at my mm-hmm. at my age or in the age range of, let's just say, 35 to 55. Um, you know, there's and younger. I mean, it, but the, the awareness of what would what could cause me to go into depression um, would be not having forward progress, not achieving things, yeah. Um, and you know, just just like finally getting this freaking app done, yeah. Um, is for me it was, <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. I, I worked on it for months, so um, and and learned a lot along the way, which will be good for. Um, uh, future apps that that are built. So, anyway, um, those are the things that I'm doing, um, and uh, I think journaling is probably the most um, therapeutic. And mm-hmm. true. I guess just just uh, not to sound like a broken record, but making forward progress is just something that really like in any aspect, whether it's Anything. like working out and mm-hmm. not, you know, going from a, my, my waist size, going from a 32 to a 34, 36 or something like that, yeah. you know, like maintaining just stuff like that makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. And, um, well, I mean, that's the that's the root of it. The root of fulfillment is progress, is really what it is. That's why anybody who's listening right now, if you're at a job and you feel like you've capped out, you're probably extremely bored and hate that job now. And you need to tap out yeah. and bounce. And go somewhere else where there's room for you to grow. If you're yeah. in a relationship and it gets stagnant, 
bounce. You stop being fulfilled, <laughs> right? Or maybe, or, or, maybe or, no, or try, don't bounce. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just stepped on my dick. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back and say, and say I I would um, look into it a little further and see what the Make root causes are of mm-hmm. and. You know, is it something that you could both work on and make better yes. and and make the relationship work? Yeah. But if it's a cycle of the same thing um, happening, like um, dishonesty over and over, oh, I'm, I'll change, I'll change, or maybe alcohol mm-hmm. or substance abuse is involved, um, things of that nature, you know, that's those are reasons to bounce or abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saying that, you know, oh, it'll never happen again. Those are the things that, uh, you know, there, there's a short list of things that if they're happening and it's cyclical, you should bounce. But, yeah. um, if they're not bad, yeah, you know, vicious cycles of bad shit, then you should, yeah. you know. Well, even, even when affairs have happened, relationships and marriages have still worked out because there was progress to rebuild trust. There was action taken, right? So it's all about pro- everything that we go through is about progress if you want to experience fulfillment. And so I love that we jumped into that relationship segment because that's that's really what I really want to touch on is that fear of like, I don't want to go back into a relationship just to go through the same thing because you see it everywhere on Facebook, especially in single dads groups. Like, yeah, just don't get married. Yeah, just don't get married. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, use them for what you need and then do your own thing. And it's like, that's not going to make you, it's not going to make you happy. It's going to leave you protected, but you're never going to get to experience like the full fulfillment of what love has always been meant to be, right? But that fear is authentic and it's real and it's with good reason. And so we can't just go into our next relationship like we went into the first one because then we're just setting ourselves up for failure. It's like if in boxing or, you know, like it's just literally you got to learn from from the mistakes that were made mm-hmm. and identify what made things happen yes. that happened that you uh-huh. don't want to happen again. Yeah. Or right? what can I do? What can I implement to make these changes, you know, to draw in different people, right? They, you hear it all the time that people are talking about attract the love of your life, like the law of attraction and all this stuff. Well, here's the thing. The number one thing that I believe personally causes these things. I already said it was the midlife crisis. And the number one thing that I believe causes a midlife crisis is lack of fulfillment. If you are not feeling fulfilled, you will do something extracurricular to try and find that excitement, that fulfillment. But if you create your own fulfillment, if you create excitement in your life, there's no reason for you to have to go look for it elsewhere. But I heard this quote said, and it stuck with me, man. It was powerful. It says, Everybody ends up somewhere. Very few people end up there on purpose. And does that not sound like a midlife crisis? Somebody reaches the ages of 40 or whatever, 35 to 55. And the question that they ask themselves in their head is, how did I get here? I feel like I lost myself. This is not what I envisioned my life being. Well, the problem is you didn't have a vision to envision. And whenever you create a practical vision, right? I know a lot of men are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I I have a vision, but it's just in my mind. No, write it down. Make it tangible. Once it's on paper, it's solidified. You know what I mean? And that vision, guess what you get to do now? You get to filter any potential relationship through that vision. 
You get to filter any potential job or opportunity through that vision. If it doesn't align with the vision of where I want to be, I don't do it. Exactly. And when I say like journaling is one mm-hmm. of the more therapeutic things, it's because I have that one year, three year, seven year. Yeah. I had by journaling, I write down the things that I have achieved short term, the things that I haven't but need and want to achieve short term. Mm-hmm. And those, you know, by writing them down, exactly what you said yeah. solidifies my vision yes. and what things that I need. I have to look at this every day and say, okay, what do I need to do to get this accomplished? And I may write 20 things down Mm -hmm. that I have to do to get to that, you know, whatever uh, that thing is. But uh, But but, you wouldn't know that unless you wrote it down. Exactly. (laughs) And I have to have something. Yes. As you said, it's like solidified or whiteboarded Mm -hmm. or whatever. And, you know, it's like, when you write it down, it helps the vision become clearer. It paints that picture yes. in your mind as to like, like I have a vision like in a year, like I have, I have like pictures in my head as to what mm-hmm. you know, things are going to look like. And, you know, I have a picture like where I'm going to live in seven years and what that looks like and mm-hmm. who's going to be around me yeah, and what I'm going to be doing for a living and, you know, things you're, like that. You're designing your life by choice, not by chance. That's right. what's happening. That's the root of it all. And your vision doesn't have to be crazy complicated. Look, I have my family vision right here. We are a family that puts God first, serves the church, and create a safe space for each other. That's the vision for my family. So guess what? If I'm dating, if I'm in the dating scene, right? And this is how you're going to avoid people that have um, midlife crises. Potentially, and avoid one yourself. Midlife crises. Yeah, <laughs> crises. <laughs> and so, thank God for Grammarly. If, <laughs> for real, it's for a you. lifesaver on my laptop. But that vision right there. If I am on a date and I start, you know, asking questions, getting to know this person in a nice and playful, fun way, and for some reason they do not serve God, they do not believe in serving the church, which really just means serving people. Because the church is, is, as I believe, is everyone, right? And they do not believe in creating a open, honest, and transparent, safe space for the family. Then I don't need to mess with you anymore. And that's okay. It, because you don't align with where I want to be. And so it's almost a filter. It is a filter of you get all the things that you don't want in your life out because these things don't align with where I want to be. And then you funnel the people that do belong in your life in, because then you start recognizing this person has a similar vision of mine. We're aligned. That's now. exactly I'm, what I wanted to add in your, mm-hmm. and you just said people mm-hmm. it's like, and that's one of the things that's missing from, from my life right now is I don't have enough people mm-hmm. in my life. Like, uh, that, I hang out with on a consistent basis. I don't, um, I have like two, including you, three friends that I hang out with or see on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And um, all of whom are, you know, mm-hmm. have, are successful in their own right. Um, We're all aligned to you in some way. In some way, right. Mm-hmm. But, 
I think it's I, I, maybe without knowing or maybe just it happened. I just filtered some of the negative individuals out. But I, I honestly wish I had um, five, six, seven people that I could see on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, like Brandon, if you're listening, but I know you're not. Because you're not like a single you just dad. just pretend to be my friend. <laughs> but I invite, every, I invite people over all the time just – and I'm a great host. You uh, are. You are. You are a great host. And you got a great ha, whiskey have a, collection. Have a, have a couple <laughs> drinks. Let's shoot some pool. Play some ping pong. Go swimming. I got to eat. Anyway, Pet I'm, his I'm, dog. <laughs> Fred. Yeah. Say what's up to Fred. He loves people. But anyway, I, uh, if anyone wants to be my friend and lives in Dallas, let me know. <laughs> you better want to hang out. But, bro, it's so true, though. Like, this is how you're going to be able to overcome that fear. The reason why we are so scared to go into some situations is because we feel like we have a lack of control. And the reason why we feel like we have a lack of control in the dating scene or the commitment side of things is because we couldn't control that that person left and blindsided us. So now our brain is telling us this is going to happen again. This is going to happen again. Unless you set up a strategy to not guarantee your results, but to put you in more of a control, like quality control. Like, hey, I'm not, if I don't have a target to aim at, I'm shooting aimlessly. So I could hit anything. Like, that's a a great analogy. Like, bro, some of my clients, I was like, what do you look for in a partner? And they were like, I don't know. Really? Literally. Well, and then they say this, (laughs) but, but then they say this, right? Because all of us keep, and it's just humans in general, like we keep things very surface level for most parts. But they'll say, well, I want someone who's caring. And I ask them, what does that look like to you? Get detailed. I want someone that's selfless. What does that look like to you? I want someone who listens to me. What does that look like to you? And And then guess what? Once you create that and you have a vision of your future spouse, when you're on a date, you can spot what you don't want a mile away. And what's not going to align with you. And then guess what? If you choose to continue seeing them and then they leave you, you can't blame anyone but yourself because you did not uphold your filter, which is your vision of where I want to be. Exactly. And selfless to me looks different than selfless for you mm-hmm. and for everyone, for anyone. Yeah. So, And it's to, not to, bad or good. It's different. No, but if, if you know, I, I need some... Like, I don't want to be with somebody that's not empathetic. Mm-hmm. If you're not an empath, I'm not interested. Yeah. It's just me. <laughs> so when you go on a... So, it, so I'll, I'll tell you what an empath looks like to me. Yeah. It, it, it's someone that listens well. Mm-hmm. It's someone that I can tell when I talk. They're actually putting themselves in my shoes. They're present. And they're responding in a way that I can tell that they did that. Yeah. That's what an empath looks like to me. I love that. And ultimately, it's just someone that listens well. Yeah. Really. And and, and, and responds in a way that allows me to know that they listen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the reason why you can recognize an empath so well is because you are one, too. Like, it's hard to spot something that you've never yourself experienced. A hundred percent. How can I tell you, hey, this is a great car if I've never driven it myself? You know what I mean? And so... Whenever you're creating your vision, you need to be very, very honest with yourself and say, is this an unreasonable expectation? And this is how you know if it is, if you're not willing to do it for yourself. 
And, <laughs> and you know, it br- brings up something that I think about often is it, it's like they're, they're like certain there's, I've experienced a lot in my life mm-hmm. and have done a lot of things that um, maybe I shouldn't have. I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So, but I've experienced so much yeah. that it allows me to identify, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some of those things that I shouldn't have done, but it allows me to identify those mm-hmm. maybe not so good things on other people. Yeah. Um, so that's me finding a positive in all my negatives. <laughs> Bro, and that's what it's all, that's what it's all but, about. But, you know, experience... Mm-hmm. Uh, breeds wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, I, bro. I said this the other day, and I truly do believe it's incredible. Not because I said it, but because it smacked me in the face, like when I was like in my time of prayer. And it's that wisdom co- comes at two different costs. There's two different prices for wisdom. One, a lot of pain, a lot of experience. Two, investment. Why? Why would I want to learn everything on my own? When I could talk to you, who's already lived half of that stuff and more, and I could learn from that. When I could, which is an investment, it's my time, right? Or I could purchase a book from someone who's been incredibly successful in a specific area. I just learned from decades of their mistakes, and I gained all of their wisdom in one purchase and investing my time. So it's like, do you want to go through the pain again? With this situation specifically, do you want to learn from experience all over again and get blindsided again? Exactly. Or, or do you want to say, I went through it? Or maybe you haven't even gone through that and you're listening, right? Maybe it was just like a baby mama deal that you weren't married. And you're saying, wow, these dudes are actually saying that something that I could potentially use. So are you going to take that, implement it? That's wisdom. But exactly. if you listen to it, don't implement it, then you can't get mad at anybody else besides yourself and be like, dang it. And I should have done that. When I have a stranger reach reach out to me from the other side of the country and ask, can you be my mentor? I just need someone around that's been around the block that I can look to for advice. I know it's kind of strange for me asking, mm-hmm. guess what? Yeah. You know, I'm putting through a couple of you know, yeah. Scott Fisher tests yeah. and <laughs> he passed, but we talk every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've helped him out uh uh, tremendously, and uh, you know things. Uh, in fact, he called me last night with some phenomenal news. That's amazing. This was awesome dude. because I I really needed good news last night. And uh, <laughs> with the gas prices and you and your Tesla, <laughs> uh, shut up. Uh, but yeah, my, my boy Michael up in um, Argyle, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he called me last night and he was like, "Dude, guess what happened?" And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into details, but um, it was just awesome. You know, it was like better outcome than he expected. I expected anybody expected. Mm -hmm. Um, That's freaking awesome. You know, it's like, but anyway, my point is, is like literally he calls me for advice about just sometimes like what are small things to me, but it's It's like massive to him. But like he hasn't, I have to remember he hasn't done these things before. Yeah. So what, is like two plus two equals four for me. It's like massive help for him. Yeah. And he gets to skip all of the yes uh, like mistakes that one would probably make yep. in his situation just because he has a mentor. Yeah. 
So Literally, you take them from A to B faster. You know, that's one of the things I wish I did. I, I wish most of my experience mm-hmm. wasn't from mistakes, yeah. but it is. Yeah. And it makes me, ha- uh, you know, uh, a better mentor. It makes mm-hmm. me, you know, have more wisdom and um, wiser than many. Yeah. But I had to go through a lot of shit to get yeah. that experience. I wished I could have gotten it by listening to mm-hmm. more mentors. Well, and, and you can. And that's for why the I'm, future events. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's why I said I wish I had more people in my life. And I shouldn't say I wish I should just go find more people to put that's in my life. That's my freaking boy. <laughs> Look at what he just did there. He went from I want this to I'm doing this. Oh, well, exactly. It changes I mean, everything. That's. Uh, I just thought to myself, like, what the hell am I saying? Like, I wish I had five or six people I saw on consistent paces. <laughs> I'm going to go find another four people to put in my life that align with my goals, align with my thought thinking, and let's go. That man. I can learn from, mm-hmm. and I can, and they can learn from me. And guess what? You're going to feel so fulfilled because you took an extreme action, and you're progressing in that area now. Man, that, that shit's going in my journal immediately. <laughs> That's my boy. No, bro, it's so true though. Like I had a I had a group coaching call two weeks ago, and one of the ladies on that group coaching call she she asked me she was because I I made it like an open mic type of thing. Ask me anything, I'll I'll work with you through it type of the deal. And she was like, well, since this is kind of open, I want to ask you. She was like, how the hell are you so wise for your age? Which we'll be doing uh we on the weekly support group in the app. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, so get in there for real. Um, but, and I was very humbled. Like literally she brought me to tears with everything she said to me. Um, and I started explaining to her cause she was like, what do you do? Like how, how, how did you get there? And I was like, if I'm being honest, first experience stuff that I've walked through second, I let go of my pride and my ego. And I said, maybe this dude knows way more than me than I do about this area. So I started reading books. Literally, I'm like, so what somebody experienced in decades, I got to learn in a week of reading that book. And then I read it again. And then I read it again. And then I implement it and I see, oh my gosh, this actually works. the key thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you can read all the books in the world. Yeah. But until you apply what you've learned to real life situations, then... All that, all that is, is just yep. useless knowledge. Dude, knowledge, the term knowledge is power is so stupid because <laughs> knowledge is not power if you're hoarding it. Like, it becomes <laughs> stale if you're not moving it, right? It's like if you have a bunch of money, but you never move it. Knowledge I, slash execution of that knowledge That is, is power. power. That is power. Literally. So let's change that stupid... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I know we got a little bit off topic, but that was phenomenal. I, I really hope that you got something out of that. But wrapping back around to the to the thing that we were working on, if you're if you're scared of going back out there, getting out into the scene, it's it's simply because you're not prepared. And I promise you, I promise if you start creating a vision that aligns with your core values and your beliefs, you will now have some sort of illusion of control in that scene and you can walk into it confidently and you can begin to say that one's not going to work 
Not because she's not hot enough, not because any of this. No, but because I said that I want to be with someone who always is serving people. And I saw them making fun of the server. And instead of like encouraging, started to belittle them with these little snide remarks. And that is not what I'm about. That just revealed a little crack in the armor of something that is genuinely beyond important to me. No, no, I don't, and I don't want that, and that's okay. Yeah, you, you know, so, um, I'm not going to m- mention a name, but so, someone I'm, that, I, that I'm, uh, I've known for a long time, um, or, or not super close right now, but anyway, I talked to him the other day. He was telling me, like, you know, you know what have you been up to? It's been a while since we yeah. connected. Um, he's like, man, just working, working, working. This happened. This has happened in my life. He goes, he's like, but dude, like, people ask me to go do stuff all the time, and I always say no, 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 and I make mm-hmm. up stories as to why. He goes, I'm, I'm he's like, screw this. I'm going to start saying yes to everything I'm invited to. He goes, I've said yes to every single thing for the last week. I've been out every single night, every single Damn. day that I haven't worked. And I've had a freaking blast. That's awesome. And it's like the movie Yes Man, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but it's just like, is this friend it, Jim Carrey? Huh? <laughs> is this friend Jim Carrey? <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was that boy. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it it just it was insp- it was inspiring, and I was like, man, if I got invited to stuff every day, I'd go too. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad to hear that you've turned like from isolating yourself to, mm-hmm. you know, like saying yes. Yeah. Well, the, one of the things he did was he went to, um, and I want to be PC when I say this, but he called it midget wrestling. Is it little people wrestling? I don't know. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I don't know. Should we edit that out? Uh, <laughs> but, but, but it's a thing and that's, yeah. what they, that's what they call it. And I was like, I wasn't, I didn't even know it was a thing. And he was like, tell me about it. That's like, cool. That's, crazy he's like that's pretty cool i won't go into detail but it, he's like yeah they traveled the freaking country mm-hmm. and that's what it's called dang that's and amazing he's like i was like i didn't know that existed he was like <laughs> he goes it was it was so fun and like you could tell there's like people that were there that are like go to it regularly or mm-hmm. every time it comes to town like the circus <laughs> anyway i'll shut up uh that's amazing, though. Oh, no, what a good story. <laughs> Bro, but that honestly just tells you, like, why don't you try anything once? Not anything, okay? Put a filter on yeah, that. Anything. But why don't you try things once, and if you like it, try it again. And if you, it's kind of like the, in the dating scene. Like, That's why don't you go on a date? Is, is that, that I, I can't stand when people say no to things they haven't done or tried. How do you know you're not going to like it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for, I don't care who you are, what you do, if you are, if you have the um, opportunity to do something or go somewhere that you haven't been or haven't done, try it. I hope you take my advice on this. Do it, mm-hmm. even if it sounds like a, the worst time in the world. Mm-hmm. The worst thing that can come to it, come from it, is you have. Uh, a shitty time but, or a new experience but it's a new experience and now you know mm-hmm. you don't ever want to go yeah. um snorkeling in a cave again or whatever yeah so, so, yeah so somebody tells you hey let's go do this again no i'm good yeah <laughs> you just filter it out same thing on dates oh i know what i like i know what i don't like i know what i want in the future exactly. i'm sorry you don't align with that doesn't mean we can't hang out and have some fun but i'm not going to commit to this person and the 
that's completely up to you. Design the life that you want to have. You're in control of that, or you should be in control of that. You what, are in control, and mm-hmm. we're going to wrap things up. Uh, you're in control of downloading the Single Dads app. <laughs> yes. Android Lovers TSD podcast is where you find it. Apple, uh, iPhone people, which is most of you, it's the Single Dads podcast. Mm-hmm. Download it, create your account, play around in it, and uh, get ready to have some fun, man. We created it for a reason. Let's go, man. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you have a good day. Thanks for hanging out.